Hi, this is Allison, host of the I Hate Trolleys podcast by Eternal Recurrence. Thanks for tuning in to episode one. As a quick disclaimer, this podcast is not focused on teaching philosophy, but rather on helping get our listeners through the door on what philosophy can be through a quick diluted taste of it in a digestible and approachable manner. As a ground rule, we do not assume that our audience knows anything about any of this. In episode one, I, along with my guests of the week, join Selena, tackle the trolley problem and the idea of how different conditions might make life more valuable. Starting with a simple activity, we soon realize that trolleys are much more complicated than they appear. We later branch out and focus on larger real-world applications of our ideas, such as what is moral and what it means to take action versus what it means to be a bystander. As this episode is our first, it takes us a little while to get things settled and feel things out. Nevertheless, thanks for tuning in once again to this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. You guys can make the noises. Ready? Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to I Hate Trolley. Yeah. This is episode one. Okay. I think we did a good job. Yay. Okay. All right. So welcome everyone to episode one of I Hate Trolleys. I am Allison Mack your host of the podcast, and I'm joined by my by my friends and my guests, Selena and Joy. Hi. So, introductions first. I am Allison. I'm currently located in Singapore. I'm in my hotel room. It is 9.27 a.m. for me, um, but I live in Toronto. I'm currently on vacation, and I also go to high school in Toronto. Um, all three of us are very fast approaching senior year. Um, I personally am looking to pursue philosophy into higher education. Uh, yeah, so Selena, Joy, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yes. What if I said no? <laughs> oh, okay. that's it. I just end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> How about no? <laughs> <laughs> Stop interrupting me. <laughs> okay. My name is Selena. Um, I'm going to grade 12, as Allison said. I'm Right now I'm in Toronto. I go to school in Toronto. Um, yeah. I'm looking to pursue media in university, but that's a talk for another time. I don't know. We can do another episode on that. <laughs> yes. Joy. Joy. I'm yeah. Joy. Um, I go to high school in Toronto, and I want to probably make money when I'm older. I think that's yeah. good enough. That yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's revolutionary. You know what? I guess that's all you really need to do. I just want to make money when I'm older. That's good enough. All right. So today, trolley problem. I think this is an adequate first episode for our podcast, I Hate Trolleys. So I think we should just jump right into it. We should start with the first trolley problem. Um, it was, I think, originally presented by Philippa Foote and Judith Jarvis, Jarvis Thompson, who made it, who popularized it. But let us all consider this problem. So there is a trolley hurtling towards five people and we can switch the tracks and it can kill one person instead. So the question is just, do we kill one person instead of five? Um, okay. Should I go first? Say what my answer? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I would uh, switch the lever and kill only one person because I think killing one person is more just than killing five people. Okay. So it's, like it's the, so it's like the amount that matters for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I disagree because I don't want to be like directly involved directly like put at fault for literally killing someone right like by switching that one you're directly causing action to kill someone like at least even if it's one person you're still directly you know like what if they sue you you know what if they go after you they're gonna call the police like legality aside if you have no repercussions like legally what would you do i think it's still like a guilt thing right like you literally killed one person by your own moving of your hand right if you just stood back like you're just someone watching an accident happen but like if you move it you actually kill them i think i disagree in in that situation i think the guilt of letting five people die letting five people die i think i would might even call it killing five people through inaction yeah um you know without if i if I flip the switch, I could have saved four people, you know, kind of like cancels out for me. Yeah, but by not saving them, you're not killing them to me. You know what I mean? Like the train was going to come regardless if you were there or not. It's not like you're the one driving the train into them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just you coincidentally being there doesn't mean that you're killing them, you know? But I think the the fact that you had a choice is what matters in the situation like you could have done something like okay you know how people like lie through omission like when you don't tell someone something you're like still lying to them it's like the same thing but killing through inaction that's what i think yeah it, it's still a choice i would say you know um inaction or not okay yeah. let's let's add a condition let's add a condition see selena if your choice would change you are standing on top of a bridge, observing the view. It's a really nice view, just enjoying your day. And suddenly you see a trolley hurtling towards five people again. <laughs> Damn. Damn those trolleys. I know. But there's a man in front of you on this bridge. He's, and he's, he's a pretty big man. And you know that if you push him, he will fall on the trolley and stop it. He will, Damn. He will die. You have to push him with your own hands, but it'll save five people. Do you push this man onto the trolley? um no I don't think I would and I know that like contradicts my last um choice but I think because the action this time is a lot bigger than it was uh for the previous option like the previous one was just pulling a lever but now I actually have to like push a person and and throw them in that um line direction fucking death yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like um I don't know. I couldn't do that personally. I think it would just be so, so you said earlier, like if you don't do anything, you're killing them. So you think in this situation, if you don't push the fat man, you'd still be considered killing the five people underneath. Yeah. Yes. But I think, I think it's more worth it than now pushing someone off a bridge because last time I was just um pulling a lever and I think the difference in action matters yeah Yeah. I can I can see the psychological differences would be like very vast in either situation like in the first situation it feels a lot less inconsequential you flip a switch and you save five people yeah you kill one but you save five people but in the second situation you got to push this man you got to use your hands you got to use force Bro, I'm weak. I have to, like, run into the man probably to get him off. 
<laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. If you can push a man, how is that stopping like a thousand pound trolley? That's where it's not logical. Because it's not like he's running off by himself. This is, this is a hypothetical, okay? If you're able to push him, how is <laughs> he able to stop Let's not focus on the analytics here. Maybe the trolley wheels are really weak. <laughs> they're, they've been rusting. Nobody's been looking over these trolleys, which is why they're hurtling towards five people in the first place. <laughs> okay, Joy, let me see if I can change your answer. So you originally said <laughs> that you wouldn't flip the switch, but I'm wondering if there's like, there's a certain number of people that would implore you to flip it. So maybe if there's 30 people, that the trolley is hurtling towards and you can flip it and you can kill one do you let it run <laughs> i feel like okay i know there's no like specific threshold that we're like oh what like 10 10 people then i'll i'll flip it yeah, yeah. i feel like 30 definitely i'll flip it because like 30 is like a classroom of kids like that's, <laughs> that's like, that was, a lot that's of people an example holy shit Okay. Right, like, like I feel like a good way to visualize it is: Would you kill a classroom of kids for one stupid kid? <laughs> <laughs> would you kill Tommy for the rest of the class? <laughs> Tommy was mean to me the other day, so yes, I would. Okay, yeah. how about ten people? Okay, ten people is like. Let me think. How do I visualize ten people? A third of a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> like slightly less than half of that classroom we were talking. um oh honestly 10 people is like okay you're in a mcdonald's, ten, a McDonald's. i was gonna say you're in a mcdonald's during lunch hour the line goes to the door but people can still stand far apart from each other that's a good right. time they can still you- social distance <laughs> I was going to say, like, our seminar class is, like, maybe 10, 10 13 people, right? No, but, I was like, like, I hate everyone in my seminar class. <laughs> okay, okay, a McDonald's full of people. Sure. Would you kill everyone in line before you? <laughs> that or is not you? the question. <laughs> okay. ten to people. save the cashier. 10 people, do you let the trolley run? <laughs> Over the McDonald's line. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you? Um, probably I think like 10 is like pretty substantial. Like the ratio, like from one to ten is like okay. So you 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 flip it, you flip it at 10. Yeah. At eight. <laughs> <laughs> I told you there's not gonna be like a specific I, I mean, two less right. people in the McDonald's. <laughs> I need to know the threshold and why it's there. Okay, eight is kind of like. Oh, it's like, like it a... depends who's in the who's in the tracks. <laughs> eight is like how many people you go out to like a birthday party with. You have eight friends. talking about other people. We're talking about other people. I have no friends. Okay, I think eight people is like a solid amount of people in a public pool. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do you, big... do you let the trolley dive into the public pool and, <laughs> and hit everybody in the pool? The trolley's going to swim through the water and, like, hit all of <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's going to breaststroke. I think, okay, because I feel like 10 is, like, even if this was, like, 
10 of the like 10 of the worst conditions. Do you know I mean like for example age or like whatever? Sure. We can talk about that later, yeah. I think no matter the age or whatever, 10 is like the minimum amount of people for me. You know minimum. I mean? Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Like, so you would let no it go to school. Like no matter the factor, like if it's 10 cats or like 10. So, maybe, like, so at nine people, you would consider yourself like guiltless from like not flipping the switch. But once it hits 10 <laughs> and you have a moral responsibility. No, no, I mean like, because the other factors matter too, right? I'm saying like the worst, like the most disfavorable factors for me. Okay. Like I think 10. They're, they're like 10 assholes. That yeah, have, yeah. That have like bullied you your entire life. You, you. Think- okay, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but like, no, normal factors, like not personally related to me. Just not like related. Yeah, like age or like whatever. You yeah. know. Okay, so let, let's talk more on that. Um, we can think. Well, age. Yeah, you just said age. There is. I'll say two. I'll say two. Two children on one track. Two old men on the other. Or not old men, but two old people on the other. You, you obviously got, you gotta go men. left or right. You're not hurtling the old. either of them. You gotta go left or right. Yeah, um, I killed the old people. Yeah, me too. Old people? Why? Wait, how old are we talking? Okay, so there's like a threshold on age. Maybe. No, it's just a sliding scale, like a like a scale for me. You know what I mean? The younger you are, the more I would like you would be saved. The older you are, the more of life you've already lived. So but true. But what if it was like a 20-year-old a and like a five-year-old? Yeah, kill the 20-year-old, no? So it's like you always kill the older person in this situation. If it's what about yeah. if it's like five and six? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's like a January five-year-old <laughs> and a December five-year-old? <laughs> They're I feel, I feel like if the difference is less than like five years, then I feel like it's then it's age Okay, interesting. Um for me. Fuck. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I I think I would kill the older people. There's but also um, I think it becomes more difficult the closer in age they are. Yeah. There's also um, consideration of like um, young people have, you know, they have more life to live. But you might argue right. that old people they have more wisdom to pass on. You're by killing right. people, you're, you're losing knowledge, the potential of knowledge, or passing down of knowledge. And you might also argue that like an older person contributes more to society than like a baby does. Or they have contributed. Maybe they're owed more right. by society. We should yeah. save them. They've done so much for society. They've provided for us arguably i mean not it's we can't really tell but like arguably right mm-hmm. a baby baby can't really do anything baby so just know how to stare at me weird in elevators yeah <laughs> staring back fuck this baby and they cry when they see my face it's like yeah. <laughs> if anything babies have been cared for by society they haven't given anything back to us right i think aside from the old and young question we can also like Mm-hmm. We can categorize it into like how close they are to death. You know what I mean? Like a healthy adult yeah. versus a kid who has cancer who's about to die anyways. You know what I mean? So I think that's like. A- would you kill the kid with cancer? Say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. Oh, I would. Oh my god. Like like terminal <laughs> cancer. Like 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like if they were terminally terminally ill. Yeah. Because if it's about how much life you have left to live, then age is like not always correct then. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fair. So you guys would prioritize, I guess I'm taking away, is how much life you have left to live, right? In all these. Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. I'd say so. Okay. So we were talking before about baby has provided nothing for us. Baby has done nothing for us. What about, um, whereas like an old man or an old woman or whatever, they've done more for society. So let's focus on that. Contributions to society. Two doctors versus maybe like two homeless people. You could argue that, you know, doctors go their way every day. They go and go to work and they save people. Yeah. Homeless people might be contributing less to society. Mm-hmm. I think doctor is like an exception. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's a, like a, a classist issue, but just like society. You know I mean, like, like a businessman provides basically nothing. You know what I mean? But okay. like versus like a doctor. doctor. Okay. So a doctor is an exception. So maybe, is there, like, a hierarchy of, like, jobs? You know? Like, some I jobs feel like, more than others? I feel like teachers provide also, like, just the way... I feel like maybe them. not a hierarchy, but there are definitely, like... There are different, like, levels. But not, like, a maybe, like, a super strict hierarchy. Okay. Okay, let's... You could say that, like, um... I feel like a lot of people would consider, like frontline workers not frontline workers yeah. like blue collar jobs i think like yeah. factory workers and like cashiers and shit they would be like oh they don't contribute that much but i feel like but i feel like they because do. they're um doing things that you need in in your daily life that they are so i don't think it's like a hierarchy i think it like social perception maybe yeah i think yeah okay. maybe Okay, so let's say two businessmen versus two homeless people. I think it would be the same then, honestly. Well, same. depends, like, what business. Like, if are they just investing and stuff like that? Like, Sure. <laughs> NFTs. I think the most jobs do contribute to society in, like, some way, or else they wouldn't be, like, jobs. You know what I mean? So would you, like, uh, let probability run, as in, like, let's say your trolley is going to go left or right. You don't know which way. You have the... Tr- you have the ability to flip it left or right, but it might go 50-50 if you just let it run. Yeah. I think I would let it run. Basically the same, yeah. Just let it run in this case. It goes either way, and it's inconsequential whether... So would you say that a businessman is, like, kind of equal to a homeless person in terms of contribution to society? I mean, also by flipping the switch, you're deciding, like, their literal worth in society. Like... I think I agree. If it's so close, like their worth to society or their contribution to society is a lot to condemn them to death for. That's yeah. (laughs) Right, like by flipping the switch, you're literally playing God. Not playing God, but like you're literally giving yourself the power in situations. Yeah, you are. And um, also, in a lot of these cases, I guess for like homeless person or business person, whatnot. It's also like probability, right? Like you don't know what's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like when it gets this close, I think by taking the lever, like by moving the lever, it's like you're taking, you're doing the incorrect thing because you're yeah. like, like you're giving yourself power over the situation. That like I don't know. Okay, would your 
answer change if it was like hurtling towards one group and you could have the ability to switch it to another no i think i would still leave it then yeah okay i can get around that yeah they're so like equal okay let's think about i think gender gender or sex sex five men versus five women okay i don't think that would matter to me to be okay how about this five gays and five- <laughs> no 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 how about this five gays or five super straights okay which <laughs> category of gay <laughs> like theater gay. Scored, like theater gays like i'm a theater gay theater gays ah, fucking die god damn it or five girls or five gays oh, oh no <laughs> specifically though the white twinkies <laughs> yeah yeah okay white like white girls like white visco girls or white like, twinkies oh, like the ones that call us slurs at school yeah <laughs> get back on topic guys okay we digress five cats not yeah five cats versus five humans what the f man I think one human, the exchange rate, okay, yeah. is... This is what I'm wondering. Is there an exchange rate of, like, cat to human? If it's, like, 50 cats... 3.14159. Honestly, I feel like five cats for one human. Five cats for... Yeah. That's... I'd say, like... Maybe four okay. cats. Four cats, one human. Four cats for one human. I might even say three. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, these are just mm. random cats. Okay. Five, are they like cats or are they like fucking the strays, like random stray cats on the street? Doesn't matter. Same thing. Yeah, if it's someone's pet, you can tell it's like, like it has like okay. a collar or whatever. Okay. I but- think that's more, more value than just some random cat on like a street cat. Okay, okay, no, let's just say they're all like unadopted cats. Like they're foster, they're sheltered right now. So they have less value if they're unadopted and like strays. Yeah, because literally, because they like, don't. So, because if cat. you kill someone's like cat over killing a stray cat, obviously it would be more consequential to kill someone else's cat. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, I think I don't care if the cat is me is stray or not. Three cats to a human. <laughs> Guys. Okay, I think. Okay, here's my my thought. Five. Okay, five strays for one human. Three domesticated cats for one okay. human. Or four, four, four. I'd give four. 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 How about <laughs> one stray, four domesticated <laughs> How about four humans for one cat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So we're adding like measurement to life now. What if it's like dogs? I love dogs. I'm a dog person. Would it be one dog to one human? Does this change? No, I think it would be three or two. Three. So, we'll, so we'll a dog is worth Actually, it depends how big the dog is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Actually, it depends if it's a freaking chihuahua. So or our, I'm wondering how are we ranking this, like, how many dogs to human? Is it just, like, or, like, how many cats to human? Is it just preference for, like, animals? It's just personal. It, like, I, I don't think. That, that, like, the more conscious they are. Like, what if it's, like, dogs versus snails, right? 
like is it how conscious they are or like how arguably conscious they are or how much we just prefer them I think it's a little bit of both because I say if like if they have like more ability to like if they have more sense perceptions maybe I'm more willing to like save them you know yeah I, I think it also I'm not depends. saving I'm not saving a hundred snails sorry yeah <laughs> I would light them on fire oh my god I want to do that I want to light <laughs> snails on fire no the, they're like too wet to be lit you know what I mean I feel like the <laughs> Oh yeah, no, but I feel like their slime is like flammable. No, you have to you have to to dump salt on them because it's like osmosis. It draws out the liquid and then they shrivel up and die. Oh my god. Okay. Uh we can plan, guys. (laughs) You guys can come to mine and we can find a bunch of snails. Honestly, it just rained. Like it won't be too hard. Like it'll be fine. Sorry, we're getting off track again. I was gonna say something. Um Okay, so I I think, yeah, the more, okay, but, like, how many snails? Because what if it's, like, 3,000 snails? I don't that's... fucking care no, about snails. but what if it, like, affects the ecosystem? Oh, shit. Right? That has, like, environmental <laughs> consequences. Oh, how yeah. Many... I snails... What is the snail threshold? Like, the <laughs> is the amount that's, like, that would be inconsequential to the ecosystem? Yeah. I, yeah. The most is not possible... If yeah okay if if i knew what the number was then that would be the threshold if it started becoming consequential to like a an ecosystem then i would not kill the snails but other than that because then it feels like it has more like it has wider effects right like larger ones yeah okay yeah i yeah okay so what i'm interested in here is let's say now there are people in the trolley, okay? And the trolley has the choice. We are programming the trolley. We are programming the railroads. There is one person in the trolley. Five people on the road. Do we save the passenger or do we crash the trolley? Save the passenger. Wait, save the passenger as in like you run over you run over five people the passenger stays alive or you run the trolley who has one person into a brick wall and the trolley explodes and the person inside dies (laughs) okay so there's one person in the trolley and there's five people on the tracks yeah um you're programming the trolley oh shit so i so i have to choose like uh either one yeah as a person who's you know deciding you're pre-programming this you're pre-programming this you know maybe like uh this is the question that people um are now having to decide when they're um programming automated cars because we have technology now we can make those things um and yeah this might happen you know do we protect the passenger is there no is there more value in protecting a passenger or do we save more people i think as a programmer i would say protect the passengers uh I guess regardless of how many people are in it or not, um, just because, but I don't know. I feel like that seems. Do you think there's like a, from like a programming standpoint? Do you think there's like, like a, a threshold standpoint? though? Like, what if there's like a one person in the trolley and thirty people on the tracks? Do you still? But that's the thing. Like, would the trolley be able to detect how many people are on the tracks and how many people are in the car? Let, let, let's say yes. Yeah. Let's say yes. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I guess. If it can detect, 
then I'd program it to save the larger amount of people then. So okay. So it matter. It doesn't matter if it's passenger or not. You save yeah. whoever has more people. Yeah, if it can detect. If it can't, then it would be useless to... Okay. So, Joy, let me hear your input on this. So, we're talking about if we're programming the trolley, right? This trolley is... It can um, calculate these things really well, by the way. It's accurate, okay? We're programming it to see if it would protect passengers, like, every time, or if there's, like, a number of people that it might save. So, let's say our trolley is... We're programming this trolley, and we're considering the condition that the trolley might start hurtling towards five people, but there's a person in the trolley. Do we run over these five people, and the person in the trolley is saved, or... Should the trolley divert and crash into a wall and the person inside, the passenger, dies, but five people live? Um, I think it's the same thing as, like, I think it's almost the exact same as what it should do in, like, the one person versus five person thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's still a ratio of, like, where at what point would I stop, like, turning the lever? You know what I mean? Like, if it's It's less than five people. It's not a lever, though. It's you're programming this trolley. Do you think you have an obligation to protect the passenger? I think, yeah, you you protect the passenger up until that threshold where it's, like, one versus five people. Like, you would turn the trolley for five people. You know what I mean? Oh, you would turn the trolley for five people? Like, um, like anything above five people, I would turn. So it's the same inaction versus inaction, like, type of thing. You know what I mean? But this was different from your answer on the first one. You said for 10 people last time. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. But honestly, I think for a car, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, like, different each time, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we can stray away from all these examples, and we can, like, focus on a wider discussion. Um, and maybe we can try to, like, rank these things in importance. Like, age, gender, weight, uh, if it's, like, an animal or not. Should we be protecting passengers? Is there, like, an amount of people? like inaction versus action like what takes priority in these situations for you guys um i feel like amount of mm, yeah i think amount of people maybe first i think amount of people first for me as well i can say for last it would be weight or gender because i don't think those two would matter Mm-hmm. I'm first. gonna write this stuff down so we can like make like a proper list. So first comes amount of people. Last would come weight and gender. Yeah. Or like orientation or like stuff like that. Like I feel like. Oh yeah. Um. um oh, age is pretty important for me. I think. Like if I want to say, sorry, I cut you off. Wait, what? No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. That was all, yeah. <laughs> um, I think first, I would want to say, I don't know if this is a category that you can even write down because yeah, it's sure. so vast, but I would say, like, which action would have more impact or consequences? And obviously, you would go with the less consequential action. But again, like, that's oh, like, the, um, like, how personal is the choice? Like, pushing the man? Not, not, no, like, like, say you're just, like, choosing between two uh, decisions, whichever one has, like, less social, personal, psychological 
consequences obviously you would choose the one that like has a less lesser impact okay okay yeah that makes sense but then also like that would depend on like I'm saying it's not a category because it's so like broad and you can I feel like it has like subcategories based on that okay Joel you said age so oh yeah amount of people and then age for you um yeah I think so because like because age really affects like how much like they have left to live you know what I mean so it's like well, like not age don't you say like how close they are to death proximity to death. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay proximity to death not age two different things yeah not age um, okay what about action versus inaction I say that's like pretty up there maybe in the middle I feel like it's a little lower though too because like Usually, like, if there's a factor that's above it, then you'll choose a factor rather than, like, action versus inaction, you know? Okay, I, yeah, okay. I would say action versus inaction is sort of, like, the defining factor here. As you said, like, everything above it is when you would act. Everything below it in the list is when you would choose not to, you know? If it's, like, five, we, we have gender, white, sexual orientation at the bottom of our list. And I would say those things, if it's, like, three gay people and three straight people, I'm not acting. Nature takes right. because I don't really give a shit. That's <laughs> I would not act. So I would yeah. say action versus inaction would go above that. And now it would go above weight and it would go above gender. Okay. Yeah. I said like somewhere in the middle. Okay. But I would act if it was like proximity to death or amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, animals, I feel like would be animals it depends on amount as well amount again right so yeah so no amounts like like number one i guess yeah and then animals would be like probably below below it amount of people then animals and then proximity to death Uh, well it's kind of hard to compare because proximity to death like you can't really compare that in animals you know yeah right. I mean I guess you could like if the if the dog was gonna die tomorrow like if all the te- like the 10 dogs were gonna die tomorrow like 30 dogs and like a cancer patient <laughs> yeah yeah like it's so hard to compare because like I don't know it's mm-hmm. I would okay. say animals third proximity to death uh second one second my dad's calling me <laughs> and like a i feel like a sub part of like a subset of the animals is also like domesticated versus just stray random like species so like important to like humans i guess you know okay so for each of these there's conditions that matter yeah okay I yeah. Can go that. so we have our list selena are you good yeah yeah okay um we have our list and i think we should just we can just talk now like in general um stray away from all the thought experiment stuff um and if we're comfortable you can talk about like your personal morals i think for me i'm like a person who has a lot of trouble not acting (laughs) um you guys know this (laughs) i'm super over confrontational i take no shame in speaking up and it gets me into a lot of shit because I say, I speak my mind and it gets me in trouble. Because sometimes I think I should just be quiet. Um, 
but um sometimes I regard not speaking as like guilty or like uh you know if I see my friends hanging out with someone and that person in question is being weird and they don't speak up about it then I'm like hey I feel like you're condoning this you know I think Mm -hmm. silence and silence and inaction is confirmation that you can continue what you're doing yeah um I also think like this kind of idea how also like relates to like your culture and stuff mm-hmm. like I come up from a pretty like traditional Chinese family and I think from what I've seen most pretty traditional Chinese people don't really like care about what other people are doing even if it's like not moral or if it's like gonna end in, in like bad things you know yeah can you like expand it's like the closeness like openness Ooh, can you expand society I'm interested I'm interested let the people know let the people hear I feel like in really like close-knit societies like people really don't really care about people like strangers they don't know you know what I mean because it's like close within their community yeah okay Selena any thoughts um I agree with you I think um not acting on something uh usually I would consider it either like condoning something or like I don't know I would just feel guilty if I didn't act on something but like in theory in practice I'm almost <laughs> always really nervous to do anything <laughs> so I would say that I try to follow my moral code to the best that I can and I always feel guilty when I don't mm-hmm. um but also it's like just like personally it's hard for me because I, I'm like I'm fucking scared of everything <laughs> yeah talking about that like um I completely agree like I am I have a pretty set in stone moral code I think like I know what I believe in my values are pretty set in place and I spent a lot of time working on them which is why I don't feel bad about upholding them a lot but um oftentimes I get so nervous speaking to people face to face there's been times where you know pulled someone off to the side and be like hey can I talk to you you you, you both know what I'm talking about multiple times this has happened um and almost in every situation you know I'm stuttering over my words I'm word salading every second yeah Um, I do not do well with public speaking I enjoy writing a lot more than I enjoy speaking because I, I can articulate myself a lot better um, I sound stupid when I speak most of the time. <laughs> me too. No, and me too. 90% I, of the time I say something, I look back and I regret it. So sometimes there's also like, if I like confront someone or if I talk to them, I worry that the beliefs that I'm representing are not being represented well by me because I'm- Yeah, so- I think that's one of the reasons I also don't um, confront as much as I would like to mm-hmm. is because I'm scared that- um, I don't know I'll I'll fuck up something and then like they'll take it the wrong way and I obviously need to think out what I say before I say it and I think like my moral code I mean I've got a pretty good like grasp on it but obviously like I'm still like fucking learning shit and like yeah we're like (laughs) and I think one of the reasons that I don't confront also is just because 
I'm not sure of myself. Like I'm not confident in my morals and if they're correct. So I don't want to like make a statement and have nothing to back it up by. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes like if I have an argument, let's say with someone homophobic and I try to, you know, defend myself in the gay community oh, yeah. and I worry that I'm not like, what if I'm like stuttering, making a fool of myself? Then I feel like my actions might be more damaging than anything because they look at exactly. me and they're like, who is this fool? <laughs> Honestly, same. Like I always have like, not dreams but like I always think a lot about defending myself or like defending like defending what's right but then when I actually get in those situations like all that like pre-thinking is gone like literally I just go along with it for like mine goes blank every time (laughs) like with okay bleep this name out with like I've always thought about like confronting him and being like that's not fucking okay whatever right and literally a week ago I can't believe I was literally just sitting there like he's saying like this like racist shit right and like I'm just sitting there like just taking it I'm not like saying what I thought I was gonna say you know what I mean yeah no me too because I feel like like I like I like rehearse things in my brain and I'm like I'm always like this is what I'm gonna say when someone says this but I never end up doing it because hashtag scared yeah taking action (laughs) like it sucks because oftentimes there's there's like huge consequences right when you take action against someone people's when you call someone out on their bullshit obviously like the first reaction is to defend themselves i would yeah right nobody wants to believe they're they're in the wrong nobody wants to take accountability if they don't have to right that takes a lot of shutting up and listening and i think it's understandable that a lot of people don't have that capacity so confronting someone is always like you always have to sort of agree to a potential trade-off of straining a relationship with that person in the future which sucks a lot like yeah yesterday was like I think the first time in a while I've confronted someone for like they're being an Andrew Tate fan I told Allison all about it while it was happening at like 4 a.m but like the thing is like after that I realized he still thinks he won the argument you know what I mean like there's literally nothing I can do which further like dampens my relationship with confronting people because I realized like yeah. I just sound stupid like, yeah, and a lot of the times, like you confront people, as you said, nothing, nothing happens. They don't listen, um, or it doesn't feel constructive in any way, and it just, like, if anything, it can feel more damaging, right? Like you've stood up for yeah. yourself, but it, like, at what cost? Maybe, yeah, maybe at it just hurt more than anything, even though you said something. Um, but yeah, like then, do you guys think it's ethical to be? friends with people who are like racist or like homophobic and stuff like that definitely Uh, not but I can get behind the fact or like the reasoning that it's difficult to confront someone especially if you've been friends with them for a long time yeah and I won't say that sorry sorry yeah no no no, I don't want to interrupt my bad you want to keep going um I wouldn't say that it's fuck what was I gonna say <laughs> I obviously like if you're enabling that sort of behavior, then that's obviously like you know like the mm-hmm. BF. But I understand when people are like, um, it's hard to confront someone and call them out just because like you don't want to cut them off. And you don't want friendships to end, obviously. I feel like that's a natural feeling. You don't want to, like, start anything. Um, but obviously, like, there's, like, points where it would be the right thing to do. 
Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of friends in the past that were, you know, racist, sexist, homophobic, every is there is, right? Um, yeah. All the things that kind of go against what I believe in. And I know that in all of the cases, these people really believed that what they were doing is right. You know, nobody does, nobody believes in these things because they think they're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. People believe in these things because they believe it's truly like the most morally just thing there is. And they're trying to advocate for themselves. And I can sympathize with it, but I think when it starts to become damaging to me and my communities, it's really hard to like associate myself with that. And then, um, oh shoot, I was going to say something. <laughs> my mind is blanking. Um, oh yeah but going well oh yeah um we were talking about like secondhand like remember we were talking about so-and-so friends with like someone who's known for being homophobic racist whatever right and and they're enabling that behavior in their friend yeah is it that ethical to or like the right thing to do to still be friends with that friend like friend of a friend basically you know what I mean like kind of like secondhand I think all of this you would take it like case by case situation yeah I agree. Hard for me to like make a statement about that and be like yes or no because I think it it depends on the conditions and the context for each situation. Mm-hmm. So like if you meet one person right and you know all their friends like are terrible people, do you like associate that they're t- they're friends with all these terrible people? Like is that do you consider that then when you're first time meeting someone? Yeah, oh, for I mean, sure. obviously you consider it. You keep it in mind because I think, you know, it makes sense. You know, who you hang out with is going to rub off on you. And it most of the time is people that you agree with, right? It's also, as a person who really, like, wants to be a teacher when I'm older or is into the idea of teaching, it's, I think it's necessary for me to believe that people can change and people can learn, right? Because if I can't uphold that, then what am I doing right like um and it's really hard sometimes because sometimes I'm talking to people and they invalidate every single aspect of my identity they believe everything about me is immoral and it sucks like obviously it sucks it's super dehumanizing in a lot of situations and it strips away at your personality but I think if I can't associate like at ground level if I strictly am like I can't associate with these people or like I'm strictly like I can't converse with these people. Then uh, I I don't think I can do that because I think at some level I have to be able to believe that people can change, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um I like to give people second chances. I feel like I do it more than I should. Um, but I do it often because I have hope and I'm a fairly optimistic person um, that they'll change after I call them out. But if not, I usually just try to distance myself. I don't like hard cut people off ever unless it's like really, really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also like, yeah, I'm saying like, I know I'm speaking about like, oh, let's give people second chances, but multiple times I have cut people off so I don't know that's backwards of me um joy do you have anything 
No. <laughs> okay. Well, I think this was constructive. I think this was good. Um, I'm happy that we were able to like expand the discussion into different arenas. Um, this is gonna be a lot to think about. Maybe I will do a part two. Um, yeah. But thank you all for tuning in. Joy is eating popcorn. Are you enjoying that, Joy? Oh wait, is it? Can you hear it? Pardon? Oh no, I'm just watching you eat it. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> We're all good. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of I Hate Charlie's. Next episode, um, I am actually not sure what it is, but whatever it is, I am sure it will be very fruitful, wonderful discussion. So you guys should check out next. Yay. But thank Woo. you for joining us for I Hate Charlie's episode one. This was fun. Woo! All right. Bye. Oh, and then we can do the outro. Oh, do we want an outro? Five, six, seven, eight.